Kainos, Kainos, fresh tongues, Kainos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kainos. Show me John chapter 2. Okay. <clears throat> Something striking is happening here. And the third day, there was a marriage. Self tell me a marriage. a marriage. In Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Follow me. Oh. Hmm. You know, sometimes we read the scripture, read it for many years since we are small. And then when God shines light on it, we now wonder, ah, what have we been reading all this while? You came with Bravin, am I correct? Eh? You are looking like him now. That's why I asked you. Mm. He's looking like somebody that came out of your, your query site. <laughs> so, look at it. Show me, show me verse 2 now, please. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage, like... Magdi, are you sure you are with me? Which verse am I reading now? There was a marriage going on in Cana in Galilee. And both Jesus and the mother was invited. It's not as if, you know, if he's here, they normally give family invitation. For example, sometimes people, if they want to wed, they bring invitation for us. They will bring two. One is for the ministry. One is to me. Can you get the point I'm trying to make now? So you could have as well brought one invitation for everybody that is in the family of Jesus. So if Jesus and his brothers and his mother want to come, they can come. But the person that is inviting invited the mother and Jesus also. No, no, I think I'm still in verse 2 now. What's happening? And both Jesus was called and his disciples, even his disciples were called to that. When last did you attend a wedding? When last did you eat wedding rice? So I like this, your shout now. When last did you drink? There are some drinks in wedding. There is a way it tastes different. Is it not true? And the rice, it tastes different. In fact, if occasion is going on, going on, going on, going on, everybody's eye is on item seven. Am I correct? So after me, item seven. That is the highlight. Sometimes, if that be married, after all, we have already known that sometimes the marriage itself, the wedding, the main wedding itself, will take less than an hour or maybe over an hour. Then they will not be turning everything around. They will say, couple, come and dance. This one. They will just be wasting your time. As of that moment, I'm telling you something that maybe these days all of us are doing, uh, uh, we are now exposed, we are comporting ourselves, money in their purse, but they have not put it inside the envelope. It's very few that have decided what to give from home. Those kind of people already have a relationship with you and uh, they have decided what to do. Is it not true? But there are people, if they are there, they serve them well. Bring wine, drop on your table. 
bring some things and chilled one and you thought and they brought after eating well some people now have to go outside and bring envelope and put real money inside which is also the reason why the people that organize wedding can lose i heard that in weddings and in burials that is is a business that can be gained in or lost that you can organize a barrier and then you lose money. And then organize wedding and then you lose money. Because as you are organizing, there are people you are looking at. Say, if I invite, you invite Apostle, they invite Evangelist V. If Evangelist V come at least, the way he is looking, he can give us 200,000. <laughs> then Apostle, because he's not looking like big man too much, at least 20,000. He can. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So I'm just giving an example. Are you follow? That's what is happening here. These people want to suffocate their wedding. It's a marriage. They gathered people. They want it to be the talk of the town. So they invited Jesus. Only Jesus would have been enough. Say, carry your disciples. Come. Come things day. So after me, things day. The first wedding we will conduct here this year. Things go there. Amen. See you, met David, that is crying for God to use him. <laughs> see, see the way he is happy with food. <laughs> Amen. There is a way you should not be rejoicing as a young man of God because it can be that moment that the angel looking for you is taking number. So if you rejoice, you hold yourself. Don't, don't, another. If you are a young man, if you are young, and all that. Except you are. So watch. So he invited them and said, There are a lot. Rice, stew. Very what? That's what is happening here. Somebody should have just invited only you to a wedding. Say, bring, come with your friends. Come with your family. Because there is enough. So they are wondering so that the, the food and the drinks that they prepared should not waste. Such is the magnitude of expectation that is built around this feast. Strike for me in two minutes. Such is the magnitude of expectation that is built around this. <laughs> It's like a generation that I had for 20 years that, that a revival is coming. So, maybe since you are in church, so the thing is building up inside of you. Building up. It's like a revival. It's, it's like a feast of God. A revival is like a feast that God cooked for humanity. God cooked for man. God called a feast for what? Man. And invited us to partake. So this is like a set of people that sensed a season where there is an avalanche that wants to descend from heaven. It is not this kind of thing now. Is, is it a hidden news? Everybody know now. My brother, I thought you have traveled. When you told me you came back, <laughs> he traveled up to Adamawa. But before he left, uh, he told me he's going. I said, so fast. As he was on the road going, he was just hearing so fast. So fast. 
got back there, he was still hearing. He entered bus and came back from Adamo. After me, so fast. So fast. Why are you in a hurry? <laughs> so, meanwhile, it's not as if I intended to stop him from going. That's just what came out from my heart. I just said, so fast. And I'm not sure I shouted, did I? I just said, so fast. Mm, thank God you heard. Thank God I'm not even. It was not my intention to hold you back. The news of what God wants to do in your life, in your family, in a generation, you can see something brewing, is cooking. Several camps are expecting heaven to release a deluge. You can feel it. It's hanging in the atmosphere. You can feel it. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, I have a body. There is a feast of God coming. I hope you know that the word Pentecost doesn't have anything really to do with the outpouring that came on, the, on that day. It is just that there is a feast of the Jews that holds within that season. Am I correct? <clears throat> so it is typical of God to represent an outpouring with a heavenly feast. So that Pentecost is representative of something in heaven. God doesn't do things by chance and by coincidence. For every time that God wants to move heavily, it will be, it will be organized around what? A feast. You are now following a feast. And it is not a hidden feast. It is such a feast that everybody knows that within this season, there is a feast. Everybody will be sensing it. Everybody will be sensing it. Everybody will be sensing it. Show me verse 3 so that I can run away. And when they wanted wine, say after me, can you show me another translation? So that, because if we just read it like this. Let's read this verse 3 together. One, two, ready, go. Wait. Why are you in a hurry? Let's read that phrase together. One, two, ready, go. First thing it suggests to you is that the strength of a wedding is not in the food. It is in the what? You are with me. The strength of that wedding feast is not food. It's in the wine. Unfortunately, the feast that we call all the world to come. Do you know that sometimes some of some people here, they are pastors and they have told their congregation that they are going to Newi. That they are going to meet apostles today. And everybody from outside Nigeria, everybody is ready to drink from what you are going to bring back. And, and you need to pay attention to what I'm going to show you now. So that people will not hit you. And then wine fade. They are just getting ready to start drinking. And then wine fade. What is the purpose and use of a feast and a wedding that wine has what? Failed. The wine failed and finished. Brothers and sisters, I speak in three dimensions. But whichever one you hear. A generation is preparing for a feast when wine has failed. So people will gather and test, we kill them. Feast. They don't even know the prize, the crushing, the pain it takes to bring out the kind of wine 
that will satisfy the test of this brutal generation. Generation that God has multiplied their appetite in the spirit. Something superficial cannot serve them. Look at the scripture now. Let me read it. Because the day, let me read. Show me next verse. Next verse. And Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. So I don't have time to analyze it. There are several of us that will be brought into the front line of God's labors. Not because it is necessary. According to what it would have been. There are people that God sent, but they were not able to do what God sent them to do. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And if they allow you to waste too much time, a generation will be lost. A feast will be held waiting simply because wine has failed. But God is searching you in the secret. And he has seen that you have built a press in your heart and in your house. Your secret place is is a press of wine. You know the codes, the secret. You know the utterance. You know the skills. For others, they are struggling around it. He said, go and fill these things with water. Meanwhile, they are struggling. Wine has failed. Where people are struggling, somebody appeared there and made it as if it's not a thing. This man must know something. I've been searching this scripture for more than three months now. Two to three months. And it's a big burden to me. And Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with you? Mine hour is not yet come. Jesus is speaking of two things. Because this is reminiscent of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And the hour of Jesus is only one hour. Jesus operated by one hour only. Anytime you hear my hour, he's talking about his cross. There is no other hour. Because it is the hour of the cross that the son of man was lifted up. And he said, if I, if he ever happens, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. And when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, in the book of Acts chapter 2, Peter, speaking by the help of the Holy Ghost, was bringing an interpretation. He said, that know ye therefore, that this same Jesus is now the Lord, and what? The Christ. The outpouring of the Spirit, the things you see happening, is not luck. There were labors behind the scene and labors in the years gone by that yielded this kind of things. In one service, 3,000 was drawn into the kingdom. One service. Acts chapter 2. One service. No mic. No sound. No nothing. One service only. You are just trying to explain what is in the Bible and 3,000 people are crying. Not 3,000 people that will come and enjoy the goodies of God. It is 3,000 that is ready to carry the burden of the kingdom. You see, there is something God was telling me in the scripture. Coincidentally, I was studying the book of Hosea today too. And I got to some point. He said, I have a problem with Ephraim. He said, he covenanted with Assyria and he took oil into Egypt. That is the challenge of today's ministry. People that take oil to Egypt. You see it? That's not the purpose of oil. That's not the purpose of oil. You see? Because, so if people come and see, God has used me to do miracles and all that. 
miracle for somebody that doesn't want your God, just wants your miracle, is taking oil into Egypt. Show me my John. Let me go. Let's see verse 5. His mother said unto the servant, Whatsoever he said unto you, what? Do it. Something is cooking. Now there were six water pots of stone set there after the Jews manner of purifying containing two or three fuckings apiece next verse jesus said unto them fill the water pots with what water oh and they filled them up to the brim and he said unto them draw draw And bear unto the ruler of the feast. Draw. If you don't have well, where will you draw from? Draw, draw. You will notice something. Jesus was speaking, but the walking is in the hands of his disciples. God spoke. But had it been that these disciples are not participants of what God is doing, I can assure you that there might be one person that his water will not turn to wine. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. I believe. We are in the seasons that God wants to turn our water into wine. And that's why he's saying, let's set up a wine press. A wine press. If not, the feast of the last days will fail. Not because it's the plan of God, but because we spoke about a lot and we are not willing to yield ourselves to what it takes. And I believe that God will bring his word to us strongly today. If this is about to fail. Some of you in your family. Some of you in your churches. The church just has names. Just have names. I can't count how many people that meet me. And tell me, Apostle, God used to move here many years ago. People still gather there. But the wine has failed. Can you pray with me in the next one minute? I say, Lord, not in my time, not in my generation. Wine will not fail because I'm here. Are you seeing it? I will give my duty to the press if that is what it takes to bring out new wine. 